Welcome to Must Have Coffee, Finding the Ground Within. And we are not just talking about coffee. This is Sonia Ong. And I am Alana Marie. This is our friendly podcast designed to awake, energize, and uplift your everyday life. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Must Have Coffee. And we are here today, Alana and I. And I am Sonia, by the way. I am Alana Marie. Hello, everyone. Sonia, how you doing? Good, good. And uh, Alana and I were just talking about how things can easily get hectic and then you feel like you're almost like run over by a truck afterwards right it's yes like, <laughs> there's just uh, so you know how how can we uh organize our lives so that we are not feeling like we are run over by a truck even yes. though things are full and in, in life and and things are doing really well it's just sometimes yeah. Too much of a good thing is too much. <laughs> it's too much. That's where I'm at right now. I don't even know. So what how to are say. you? I'm so tired. <laughs> you know, like I, honestly, I'm. I mean, you just said, like the feeling of being run over by a truck. I can relate to that sentiment right now. Um, Although we haven't been <laughs> run over by a truck, but even we though we kind of know what that would feel. Yeah, like yeah, I would lake. guess maybe, or maybe like one of those like ones that um, that press down the press down the dirt. You know, when they're making asphalt and they're like they're pushing uh-huh. the ground before that point. Maybe in that, I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I'm I I, I I like that sentiment. I love metaphorical speaking, but um, right. I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm tired. Um, and you're drinking coffee with cream. All of that I am something. drinking. Yeah, I know. I know. Today is like I normally like. I just like I'm putting creamer in my coffee today, and I don't even know if I like it. Like I don't even know if I like it, but I'm doing it. Because I want to feel like I'm doing something for myself, even though to I take care of yourself. Yeah, yep. even though I don't even know if I like it. So I'm not sure if this was something that was like a progressive thing, like this is for me, or if it was just like almost like a rebellion, like this is mine, I'm doing this. So yeah, I feel like it's more like the latter because, or maybe I'm just confused about what it is right now. Well, I think it's a, a part of that. It's probably like a sign of you taking care of yourself and giving yourself something luxury, luxurious with air coats um, because you've been doing a bunch of things and yeah. doing yeah. something that, uh, that that is like taking so much of your energy. And so yes. how is it going for you? Well, it's going good. I mean, honestly, it's like that's a luxury. Everything's going really, really good, right? Like if you look at it on paper, you know, um, uh-huh. property's paid off, uh, we're about to, we have already just flagged out our property for our lines. In two weeks, we're going to have that driveway put in. Both of my kids are now playing football. Um, so they're doing like amazing. I've, uh, I just finished one of my five-week classes in college. And then I have another class, like the writing class. And so that was last week, which um, I finished early. I was really like pushing hard. Um, and everything like is going super well you know like super well at the same like time downtime <laughs> yeah at the same time oh yeah and then like I'm working out making sure that I'm keeping care like se- like a self-care but um I've noticed that in the last week and a half two weeks I have had 
anxiety, which is very unlike me. Like, and so normally whenever I have anxiety, it's like, oh, check in with yourself. And I had actually kind of like a nice little blow up recently, like just a really good blow up like two days ago that part of that gave me a really good insight of where I'm at and what I need to do. Um, But it was interesting because things usually don't get to me, Sonia. Like when I hear people like all around, even with, with the COVID and all everyone freaking out, it was something that 2020 was for me was not hard because I just intuitively knew what to do, where to focus, you know, and, you know, we have, we have 12 other, no, 11 other households, well, 12, including mine that we have to care for, you know, in this pandemic and we have elderly, we, I mean, there's so much going on that, you know, I knew what to do because I could, I could feel Mm -hmm. intuitively this was going to happen. So I already, it was, it was good. You know, um, and it's funny that these little stickups of a whole bunch of really great things can make me go off. And it was interesting because I've been getting frustrated in school because my ego, but also it feels sometimes like, honestly, I'm moving backwards while I'm trying to move forward. Right. And having to write about (laughs) having to write about subjects that I, in my opinion, are a bit shallow, you know, like. Like things that, things that choices that things that I wouldn't focus on, right? Like, because I Mm -hmm. feel like majority of the time there's this narrative for life, even on social media where it's so much drama, 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 but people aren't taking personal responsibility of Mm -hmm. what the core issue is and how to deal with it, you know, and what, how they can make themselves feel better. So, you know, like there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that it's something that I usually try to do self-navigation. And, and so there was this documentary that I had to watch. Um, <laughs> it was two hours. And it's something that I was actually interested in, but also not. And it had to do with concussions and, the, and CTEs, which is a brain disease, due to like it, the whole... Thing about with concussions in sports and it, it was focusing on the corruption between the NFL and the cover-up and all this other stuff and here's the thing is that that's where I'm going towards is is neuro the neuropath the neuropsychology right. or psychiatry area and studying the brain and so I freaked the hell out on my husband because it was focusing on football which I've been against for years until recently. And, and your kids are in football. Yes. Yes. And then it was talking. Now I'm getting, I, now I'm getting where, where you're going. Yes. Where yes, like, yes. What, what is, where is this going? Yes. Yeah. So um, what happened was, is that my kids are, they're 10 and 12. And then it was talking about, they specifically said that CTEs is, it's, it's linking to also pre-concussive meaning that it's not a concussion that causes it that can create a brain disease and suicide. And they're seeing it in kids as, uh, as early as, as high school, you know? And so like they're saying, don't let kids, if your kids are 10 years old, 12, and they said specifically in there, nine years old, 10 years old, 12 years old, they shouldn't be touching this sport until they're 14 because of their brain and, and how, and, and, 
And so, <laughs> um, so that got I, you going. <laughs> oh, Sonia, Sonia, like oh. I, 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 uh-huh. I, like, um, so normally these things, like I said, it wouldn't rattle me, mm-hmm. but, but where the state of mind where I was at, the kids went to bed. I went out full out crazy brawl on my husband. If something <laughs> happens to my kids, this is all your fault. I, I didn't want them in this. And if one of my kids commits suicide, I will kill you. You understand? I will kill you. Like I went straight crazy, like zero to a hundred crazy. Oh my and god! My husband was like, he didn't even have a chance. Like he was like, he poor fell, guy. He fell asleep during this thing, and then I was like, I accused him of being unsupportive while 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 he slept. And by the way, I was I just put it on, and it was late at night because I was like, okay, I'll get a, I'll get a jump on this. So I went like crazy, and then <laughs> and then I was like Monday comes around and I'm exhausted right and I was Mm -hmm. just like man and I knew that I I mean after I had my little freak out I was like is this the person I want to be no is this even accurate no it's just a um it this was it was geared the energy of the documentary was geared towards the cover-up and towards um blaming the NFL and and all this other stuff, you know, and it's there's, not, a, there's agenda behind it's a, it. There right? is, it's a straight up agenda and it's a fear tactic. And so that energy normally wouldn't get to me, but it did. Yes. It got so, to me. So what did you learn about that? That, that got, because normally that's not you, right? No. You know that that's not you. Something is happening yes. that 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 got to you. So, yeah. can you share what what sure. you found out? You know, honestly, I just need to. It was a really good reminder of being able to be focused, not focused, but still within myself. Because I noticed mm-hmm. that certain things too, like people jumping like in front of me, I'd scream. And that's normally Mm -hmm. not me either, you know? And so Mm -hmm. like that fear and anxiety when life is going with so many, even if it's great and there's a whole bunch of things going on, the biggest point is feeling yourself, feeling and being coming back home to your core. Right. And I mean, I was just writing and the thing was, is that I've been writing these ridiculous essays, you know, and all these things that I normally wouldn't, but I've been trying to change the narrative of like, so I can make it about myself, like about what I want to write about at the same time mm-hmm. is like, I've been getting frustrated, like how, you know, like just like yappity yap. Right. And that's mm-hmm. not helpful. That's not helpful to me either. So, <laughs> so I actually just sat down and I just wrote to myself actually just a few minutes ago. And I was like, I miss. And then I just let my, body tell my mind tell me what I miss and then I could hear my soul speak saying I'm here you're good you got this and what I need to do is talk to myself more and just live inside more and live um, it's so easy to get caught up on everything that you're doing on all the Mm -hmm. goals and everything else you know and logic yeah when you get to the point, logic goes out the window and logic isn't about, about 
ignoring emotions. Emotions are valid. And yeah, mm-hmm. I probably would have gotten scared as well because it was meant to. At the same time, I created an illogical reaction that right. that, that was was blaming my unsupportive husband when he's like he's yeah. just sleeping, you know? And, so and like, it and it's a uh and it's a like a snowball effect mm-hmm. from like too much activities running amok. Even though those are all good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's really a good point to really take home that like too much of a good thing is too much, right? And sometimes you really, not sometimes, but we really need to have a way of coming back home to ourselves. Yeah. Because, and where it's quiet, when we know that we are okay without all those things. Uh, same thing is going on for my household. So I am pretty sure that this is pretty common from for everyone. And it's this is a really good discussion to really talk about how can we come home when there's so many things happening all at the same time. And this has been, uh, you know, this can be your lifestyle if if you don't have a way to slow down. And so my kids are the same way. They're running amok, and then that makes us run amok. <laughs> my my daughter has been nonstop going hiking, going doing things with friends, and wanting to do things, and going to work, and going to school at the same time, running amok. And so this is straight on three weeks since we start having this great weather, and I keep telling her. You better slow down. You better slow down. I know these are all exciting stuff. Slow down. And guess what? She is sick. She's sick <laughs> like she's sick like a dog. Like she's totally sick. And so I hold myself back from saying I told you so. <laughs> this <laughs> Good <morning>. job, Bob. <laughs> Good job. But I wanted to. Um and so, but those energy too. So like her energy is like smearing towards our family unit's energy. Yeah. Um, and my, my, my son is the same way, running amok, doing things. And I'm thinking, you guys need to like know how to center yourself outside yeah. everything that's happening we really need to be able to center ourselves because they're almost an adult. They're almost adults. They need to be able to uh, regulate that stuff. And, you know, I, I don't blame them because I get into that habit and not not habit, but I get into that phase of doing things, doing, doing, doing until I'm burned out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so these are all signs of like, like burnout, right? Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Is, do, you, do you agree with that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Signs of burnout. I'm sickness, uh, overwhelm, stress, uh, overreaction, um, impatience, irritability. Yes. Irritability is a huge one. Blaming. Ooh, blaming and shaming. Oh, that's a big one. Um, Uh you know, I, I think that's so funny is that my youngest is actually sick as well. Um, right now. And my oldest got sick because of all that running, but his, my oldest, he, the thing was that he took care of himself. He just, he slept. And it was funny is that I told Owen and my youngest right now, I was like, you need to rest, go lay down, what? go lay down, you know? And yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing how overwhelm will 
instantly change everyone else's dynamics because then we mm-hmm. have to take on their energy right and so then it, yes. it's like this perpetual it's a snowball snowball yeah. that keeps on going you know and yeah like one of my big things was right before I got on here because I was just like oh I miss you and that was a thing where I just was like it's almost like oh I miss you and so then I started writing yeah. to myself before and how I know I'm going to center myself is because um, I'm going to write myself letters like just my I'm just gonna write in my journal I haven't written just for myself and to myself in a very long time and that is my practice right now that I'm going to be doing so I can feel everything internally Mm -hmm. and start working internally well everyone welcome back um something just happened that was kind of funny and this is actually to prove to see if i was i think this is a universe testing me to see how overwhelmed i was (laughs) yeah i think i think i was to overwhelm you more right yeah yeah it could have it could have triggered it could have i could have been triggered so we just got caught off my computer shut down um i guess like the the plug into the wall got jilted and it shut off and um yeah so I could have, I could have freaked out, but I kind of laughed about it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. hey, Sonia, this was a new test. I guess that my awareness that I needed to be more in myself actually yeah. uh, helped. But uh, yeah, so we, we were talking about get how, how do we get back? How do we get centered? And you were talking about something about journaling and writing to yourself and it's been a while since you've done that yeah so here's the thing is is that when it comes to overwhelm it comes to that energy you can't sometimes just journaling won't help but because you have to look at the energy of what's going outside of you right now what are you what are you putting out there uh and then that's how you're going to be able to figure out what you need to do next the reason why I was a, I'm able to journal and just talk to myself is because one of my major stressors is writing and writing things that I don't really want to write about and writing about things that I consider shallow, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, like, honestly, it, it has caused so much stress of putting energy out there of that energy, but it's because of what I'm physically doing to be able to, to stop the, to stop the wheel, to stop the cog of the wheel to match that I had to find something to match it and intuitively writing it's just that kind of you finding that connection I'm I'm throwing my energy out there with writing on things that I feel frustrated about well I need to write to myself so that so, so it's matching that energy so mm-hmm. when we start going to that overwhelm cycle writing you you want to look at what you're physically doing so for example, if like, say you're, you're working, okay, like, let, let's take like one stress. So let's, let's, let's choose a stress that somebody would normally be doing that could be overwhelming. So, well, for me, as a parent, like a stress for me right now is, you know, wanting for me, wanting to control my kids of what they're doing and wanting to has, has a resistance of that. Yeah, they are growing. And mm-hmm. so I need to let go a little bit more and have them learn their lessons. Uh, yeah. So that is the stress. And I think uh, people can relate to that. 
Yeah. Okay. So that's a perfect one. And especially like the, the energy. So you said one of the trigger words was the controlling of that circumstance, right? So mm-hmm. that right there is, the, the, is, it has to do with your children, has to do with control. So with that, to be able to change that energy, you have to see intuitively how you would, that would feel good that you could do, put out there. So to feel out of control um, or the fear of at being out of control, you need to look at something where you can do something together that, that, or actually even celebrating yourself as a parent. If you want to just take your children out of the situation, finding mm-hmm. something where you can just go and even have like something that you used to do with your children just for, for yourself. So then you can, mm-hmm. for one, create like maybe like the, not just the morning of it, but also to be able to celebrate who you are as the individual, as the parent, because yeah. that's the biggest one. So say like, even if it was like, well, I'm going to go get an ice cream for myself and I'm going to think about what I used to do with my children at this point. Right. And then think about the memories of this and celebrating not them, but me as a parent, look what I've done with them. Look how they, and learning to be able to take that physical action and just creating that small little change can create a stillness where you can feel yourself because majority of the time when people start going overwhelmed, they're focusing on the outside, right? That cog mm-hmm. on the outside. And so, especially with children, especially, oh, gosh. gosh, I mean, like there's so many different stages with children, right? That you go through. I think through. that's the hardest. That, that's one of the hardest stress in a, in a parent's life, right? Mm-hmm. Is wanting to be able to um, be there for their children and not over mother them. Yeah. <laughs> over mother them. And uh, yeah, and you're totally correct when that is. It always goes back to us and how we can center ourselves. Because once we make the, that realization, we have a couple choices. One is to move forward with that choice or just say, okay, I'm going to release this and because this is not really going to be helpful to me. And then, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, I actually have like came back to myself because I know deep inside that I'm overextending my energy to something I cannot control. And I had to bring it back to me, bring it yeah. back to the practices that I do and, and still be that example for my children of, uh, and really treat them like they are an adult now, right? Because yeah. they are going to be an adult and not treat them the way I was treating them before. Yeah. And that's really a big release there, right? And yeah. it may not be, and I don't, I don't necessarily have to go back to the way we used to do things, but it's just uh, really talking to myself that it's really I have to move on with that type of stuff, right? I have to move on. Yeah. Even with that though, I mean like the best energy too is the ones that are lighter, right? Like the ones that can be, that, that are feeling a little less effortless. So Mm -hmm. even like, say we talk about control, right? Like I can see so much of my children, like in, like I can see myself in them. Right. And like, you just said earlier how your daughter is going, 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 and you can relate to that, right? And then she got sick. And so then it's kind of like that same thing of like, well, hey, I am that way. And then I celebrating, you know what? She gets that from me. And you know what? I've learned this and I keep on learning this. 
And yeah. you know what? Like that 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 celebration of like that connection, that motherly connection that mm-hmm. that influenced how you have influenced her. And it's not a bad thing. It's just that it's a learning process, right? You know, and like, yes, and, and that is a really good point. Just because they see, they they do what they they see, right? That's yeah. like I'm like that. I would. I it used to be that I would do a lot of outdoor stuff just because I can do it without nonstop until I'm yeah. like so tired and I could not do anything else. And she's the same way. She's just, and and you that's totally a good point. Yeah. Really right there. Yeah. So, um, but, that, but that's a celebration piece there. So then you can be like, yeah. wow, this is my daughter. I am my daughter. She is me. And so that bond right there. So celebrating that beautiful bond of being able to find that connection because I mean, this is, I mean, can't you just physically feel how that kind of just changed in your stomach right there? Kind of just like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. you know? And so then you start learning different ways to be able to look at things and feel things and just those little small aspects help with the overwhelm, you know? And like, then it's easier to celebrate things, you know, like, um, I actually have a good one I want to celebrate too with my son that just happened, you know, mm-hmm. and um, because it's we're not responsible for every actions of our kids, right? Like that's one of the things that I had to like I sometimes suffer with is like oh he did this and I'm like oh I'm such a horrible parent, you know, like or or yeah, or, yeah. or like when he does really great oh you know and I don't sometimes celebrate all the great things, you know, so. Um, one of the things that I was suffering with, and that's why my son is sick, by the way, um, is that my son, my youngest, he is incredibly mental, um, very, very directing. I mean, he's a good kid, but at the same time is, is that he's the one that will find as many ways as he can to be able to do what he wants to. And it's not a bad thing. I just, it just, it's just like, it's just, he's just in, he's like me in that way. Like I, I'm very, very busy, but I don't allow him to play video games very often because he can become, it's for one, we don't really have that in our house, but he has that addiction personality because oh, he could just shut yes. off my oldest. He doesn't have that problem. You know, like he doesn't have that problem, but my youngest definitely does. And I'm worried. I was worried about him. And what was interesting was we've had issues over the years with him, with just how his attitude and his emotions go down. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, he was first always like, mom, you're doing this to me. You won't let me do the things that I want to do. And like really upset about it. But like when it comes to video games, he, he is a different person. And I was worried about that. And I've been worried and so I've been saying it and he's, I mean, he's only 10 years old, but at the same time as I was like, this is not healthy. Look at the person that you're being right now from just playing for, for an hour. You can't do this. And yesterday he ended up, um, I went to the back room cause he wasn't feeling super well. And he, I got my oldest son, a cell phone, which he doesn't use very often, but he'll use it when he goes to sports or whatever else. And Owen was playing video games on the cell phone. And I could have freaked out. I just said, you know what? You just, you just, you just hurt your integrity. 
you this was hurtful you knew that you shouldn't be playing video games uh you know i let you play the day before and said that you weren't going to play anymore and then like i don't know he he had this realization finally and i mean it sounds like finally but he's 10 years old and after all this stuff i walk away because i could have gotten really mad and i you know the energy was there and i come back in and i said well what do you have to say and he says mom i have a problem i don't want to be this person anymore i this is not good for me and you know, like, I was like, okay, are you sure? Like, cause I, I didn't know if I actually could believe him. Like once you hurt your integrity, it's hard for other people to, to do that. But the fact that he was able to be able to um, notice what he was doing at 10 years old, that's a lot that of awareness. That is commendable at that age. Mm-hmm. Because if they know how to do that at that age, then you... you well, likely you will not have the issues that's happening, you know, with teenagers nowadays. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's about integrity, like you said, like it's about respect and it's about really holding the relationship between you and him and hold that in integrity that when he says something, he has to follow through. And if he doesn't, there's got to be a good reason for it, right? And yeah. it's really cool. So it shows that he respects you so yeah. much that, yeah. that he, he had that awareness. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, is that I look at that now and it was like, you know, that has to do with good parenting and modeling of self-awareness, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because like whenever I have like, oh, this is a problem for me, I'll change it, you know? And he's like, okay, right. well, I'm going to have to stop this even though it's really hard, I don't want to, this is not the person I want to be. And so then I, yeah. I, it was just being able to notice and like, even today, you know, like that anxiety, is this the person I want to be? Well, who's it that I want to be? Mm-hmm. And so it's not some, it's not super simple sometimes to be able to change who you are being in that moment, but to be able to take notice of all the craziness and then Mm -hmm. focusing on who's it that I want to be, who am I being, who is it that I want to be? If you just focus on who is it that I want to be, it, the answer will come. The more you practice on that self of who is it that uh, in a soul level that I want to put out there, what is it at a Mm -hmm. soul level? So then you can stop focusing on that outside, you know? Yeah. And, 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 you know, for our example, um, if you are in in a path that that we are on uh, wanting to improve ourselves and wanting to do better and serve people uh, we may have certain circumstances where it will take us away from the path but guaranteed we always go back we always go back yes. we have a way to go back and uh it is, uh, it is a beautiful, it's a beautiful path that we are on because it's a path of forgetting and remembering, yeah. <laughs> forgetting and remembering all at the same time. And it's so sweet when we remember. It's so sweet that we remember because there's that magic to it uh, that, that brings us back into like really knowing and being centered, knowing who we really are at our core. Um, going back to the kids. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Uh, 
it's uh, it's totally to me compared to when my kids were younger um it's so difficult right now and the, the mm -hmm. young adult phase of things it's just somehow some way i have to be able to cope with this change um and i know i've been talking about this for a few months now there's just so much change that's just being <laughs> put in front of me. <laughs> the attitude and all the social stuff and the emotional stuff happening, too much. Um, oh. But it's it's something that, but I can still see my kids there. I know deep within that they are there <laughs> yeah. behind all that stuff happening. Um, in their teenage years it's got to be hard to be teenagers it's got to be there's so many things especially nowadays with all the things and all the stimulants and all the things happening on the internet and and the information age it's got to be hard to be teenagers these days it is know? it definitely so. is because it's, it's it's like i said like just by me watching that energy and that's mm -hmm. what you're being inundated with is yes. bull. It's it's bull beep. <laughs> I, I know, was right? A whole bunch. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. It's 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 the bull that you know. It's it's got to be so much harder for these children and for people and yeah. everyone in general to be able to focus, refocus on yourself. And that's yeah. the beauty of practice, though. So when is, I was talking to with Juliana because she was well, like I said, she was running a muck. And she told me, I know what to do, mom. I, and she does know. She was just, she just has to get sick to go back to where, where she was. And she knows what to do and how to take care of herself. And same thing with James, you know, he would do stupid stuff. And then after he's gone through all this episode of drama and things like that, goes back to the same old him that is happy and just doing things. Like last night. I was doing my regular routine before I go to bed and just kind of slow down before going to bed. And so I was doing a little bit of stretching, a little bit of meditation. And he comes, this is a kid that's almost six, six feet. Um, he's 16 years old. So he's sat down with me and said, mom, what are you doing? He's still a kid. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> oh yeah. It's still a kid. It's so hard to realize that they're still a kid when they are six feet tall yeah. and you look at them like they're an adult, but they are still a kid. A couple of years ago, when I look at their pictures, they're just my size. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really hard to like, you know, make that transition. So, but anyway, so I was sitting down doing my meditation and he just sat down and he said, can I join you? And he was wanting to do, whatever I was doing, like when he was a kid, he used to just sit with me and do meditation and do like, you know, silly stuff to get, get me distracted. <laughs> but he was just sitting there and he was doing the same thing, trying to get me distracted. And he was saying, mom, this is bull beep. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that he was enjoying it because he's getting something. It's very relaxing and cal calming for him to just be beside me and doing those type of things. And I know that he likes that stuff. He's going through a whole bunch of things, teenager stuff. He broke up with his girlfriend um, because, uh, and He's I don't moving, know what's right? happening. Moving to England there. or something like that, right? Oh, and actually they moved to Texas now because of 
the parents of the, the 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 girl the no the grandparents of the girl or grandma that girl is um has this terminal disease so they have to oh, be closer so anyways they broke up and uh he's trying to cope with that and he doesn't know how to cope with it and so mm. he's been like doing a lot of different things to cope with it and so uh, we've been guiding him through that so it's a little bit harder to like deal with all these things happening yeah. and it always goes back to me taking care of myself because when i they see me taking care of myself they see me going back to where i was uh you know like coming back to where i was you know even before all these things happening within their lives and me going back to the normal things i do it gives them comfort that there there is a stability there so i always go back to myself regardless of what i don't have to like do everything but always go back to taking care of myself doing the routine that i'm doing and when they see that they feel that that rock that they need um to to be able to move forward with adult things that they're going yeah. through now um even with my husband it's the same thing and it feels like sometimes like you're holding the fort for everyone do you feel yes. that way sometimes because yes. my husband isn't as is as you know and we are not all in the same path but my husband is a different is in a different path a little bit behind <laughs> when yeah and he, <laughs> He's just trying to catch up with like things that I do, and he gets there at some point. But it's always like I'm always leading the way with mm -hmm. with these things that we're doing, the health and well being and all that stuff. And it sometimes it feels like we are doing it all for everyone, right? And so I understand that. I know, and then and then going back to the core of like again going back to. what we can do and what we can control and it always goes back to the practice that we do every single day because that's what they see that's what the rhythms that they see in us and it always we know with chaos there's always the rhythm that goes back and and kind of heal the chaos in the family so we have to be that yeah we have to thing is is this it's like i think of kind of like an analogy of coming back home right when we mm -hmm. focus on building a stronger self of home we focus mm -hmm. on what we are doing then all that other outside area it's going even to be even with there. the family and the it's, yeah it's 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 it's, it's, will it's fall into it's, place. it will it, it will but mm -hmm. the second that the thing is like i love how you just said how your husband is on a different path so is mine and right. when i try to let him lead and this is what that was interesting was that it's not about lead but when i try to let him lead instead of feeling like a home i feel like i'm in a tent i'm in instead of a home <laughs> but i'm in a tent and i'm homeless and That's then my husband <laughs> and then there's rain and instead of instead of and he's sleeping in his own tent where mm. i have to hold a stick to make sure that everyone else is over like over and right, and, like, and, and protected yeah but i'm being rained on by a leaky tent and yeah. the thing is is that Every person is responsible to lead their own life, but you decide mm -hmm. to merge things together. So I realized yeah. at this point where I can't lead me, but right. I can't lead him. Right. Our job is to share 
our time together and in order to share it's the sharing of energy sharing. it's really that's what that's what that's what happens when you are married to someone you decide to merge your energy and whatever that meant it, it, for the benefit of the whole family unit you have to do it you know? yeah and yeah. so and it doesn't have to be hard it always goes back to our own selves we always have to take care of ourselves and we yeah. have to be the example for yeah. the family if we're running amok like what you were yeah. talking about yeah I, I, then I, they will be running amok yeah exactly <laughs> i mean shoot I, I and the thing is is that it's really good to be able to take accountability because honestly i would like i would say oh no you're the problem no i was totally the problem in that moment because I was running amok and then I was the one that was freaking out screaming that he's not being supportive because he didn't watch the thing and then screaming about if my kids (laughs) commit suicide and how I would kill him like I would like genuinely kill him and and (laughs) and like all of those things I mean like zero to crazy that had nothing to do with him it was me freaking out with ourselves yep and it was also the good sign of hey i need to go back home i need to be home and what is going on and so like i said though for me to be able to come back home it has to do with looking at the energy of what i'm physically putting out there and guess Mm -hmm. what 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 caused that had to do with my writing course And so, you know, and it had to do with what I don't really want to focus on because I find it, again, shallow. I found these papers not in-depth enough, but this is college and these are for young kids. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was talking about to Juliana because she's in a writing class also. Mm -hmm. And she said, yeah, that's got to be hard for her. But for me, she's 19 years old. Mm -hmm. This is perfect for me. I really needed help. So it's like, you know you we live and we learn exactly you know it's a stage of life it's a yeah it's different things you know and then you know it was funny that I always have to find things humorous like that's part of like my core of my home and so when Uh we talk about going back home we need to look at what our core is and the thing is is this is that if we are not feeling inside our core, we need to find a way to express it. And so for me, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Julia, Juliana is 19. I am third. I'll be 35 here soon. And it's funny because it's just like, you know, it's I'm old, <laughs> you know, and so, <laughs> it's just, to me, I can laugh about that, you know, because it's like, yes. I've never felt old before. But being in this class, it makes me feel old. And um, that's what makes me laugh. That makes me laugh yeah. because I don't really truly believe that. But at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, you're old. Yeah, you're seasoned. <laughs> this is a se- this is the season of, of season. Yeah, that's I think that's the best word for old season. And I like that word a lot. Yeah, I feel like I'm get. I feel like all these things. It's like makes me feel a little bit older, but then it makes me feel a little bit wiser too. Yeah right yeah, yeah. so just- and I think if you if look at it that way that oh the wise part in me can see and see uh, from the third party mm-hmm. view you know and then you let go of things it's really this is a good talk and it's like yeah. um it's a it's a really awesome way to impart these experiences that we have to our listeners and hopefully they can relate to us um, in this way, because I know this is pretty common, it is. <laughs> not just to us, but to, you know, to, uh, for the most part, a lot of people can relate to this, but 
Anyways, uh, you guys, we hope that you know how to cope with these changes in life and how know how to cope with this all the activities in life and mm-hmm. come back to the core of your being, to your yeah. home, where, wherever that is, come back to the real true nature you whenever yeah. you find yourself in the midst of overwhelming burnout. Yeah. And also like, I would like to say to our listeners, what is your way of being able to find your way back home to yourself? Like what's something that you do? So yeah, um, that's about all I have to say. But anyways, for anywhere, wherever you are, I hope that you guys stay grounded and absolutely you. And you may have a good morning, good day, and good night. Thank you for listening to Must Have Coffee. To connect, email us at musthavecoffeewithus at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Must Have Coffee with us.